0: let me explain hello and welcome to it's not you it's them but it might be you today is Wednesday so it is agony aunt day I will be stepping into my role as the nation's favourite agony aunt. I don't know if I'm the nation's favourite, actually, but I really hope so. Anyway, I'll be stepping into that role and answering questions sent in by listeners, and you can send in your questions if you ever have them. Doesn't matter if you're straight, gay, male, female, non-binary, trans, whatever... I'm here for everybody. If you want to send me a question, you can send it to at asklalala, let me explain on Instagram. That is different to my main page, which is at la. let me explain. So let's just get straight into the questions.
1: Hey Lala. I've been seeing a guy for a couple weeks now. We discussed having a fourth date on Saturday and loosely chatted about what we would do. He messaged me the night before saying he couldn't make it as his teenage kids had requested to see him. It's before they go away with his mom. He said he could no longer do Saturday, but he asked if we could do Monday instead. I understand that his kids are his first priority. I have a teenager too. But do I have a right to be
0: annoyed? No, I don't think that you do have the right to be annoyed. Although I understand why you're annoyed, especially because you're a parent. It is really, really annoying when plans change. If you've gone out your way to keep that Saturday free and you were expecting to see them, then only finding out the night before... And even more so if you've like had a wax or you've arranged to get your hair done or your nails done or whatever, you know, like you've spent a bit of money, you've really organised in preparation for this date and then it gets cancelled the night before. That is really annoying. But I don't think you should share that annoyance with him because he communicated well. He told you in advance. He's got a really valid reason for it. And he also suggested a a further date. You know, he didn't just say, I can't make it on Saturday. Bye. He said, well, can we do Monday? So that's really good communication. He's making more time for you. So I don't think you should ruin this by getting aggy and bringing stress into it and being like, well, I'm really annoyed about that. Because that will change the dynamic between the two of you. Um, Life happens. Life happens, and especially when you have children, life happens. And actually, I think it's a really good sign that he's putting his children's need to see him before they go away above his need to see a woman he's only had four dates with. I actually think that's a really good sign for a good, committed, invested dad. If it was frequent, if this was happening once a week, then I would understand why you would maybe need to raise that. That would start impacting on your life. It would make things really difficult for you, especially around planning your own childcare and things. But occasional changes in plans is normal. It's reality. It's something that we all have to deal with when dating. You have a right to be to feel annoyed. Nobody can control your emotions. but I don't think you should share it with him. Okay, on to the next one. This one says,
1: Hey Lala, my boyfriend recently came out as bisexual after we've been dating for two years. And at first I didn't really mind and I sort of enjoyed it. And we had a couple of threesomes and it was something that I had always wanted to try. But now that I've done it, I actually don't have that much interest in sort of keeping it going. But on the other hand, he would really like to do it again. And I've made it clear to him that I sort of don't want to continue, but he'll tell me from time to time that he wants to be with a man. And he says he doesn't want to do anything with those urges, but it makes me feel really insecure that he really wants something that I can't give him. I definitely don't want to lose him, but I also don't want him going out and having sex with men. Sometimes I feel like he has a free pass because he's bisexual, And I think that when you choose to be with someone, then you sort of have to commit to that person, no matter if you're straight, gay, or bi.
0: You are absolutely right that just because he's bisexual it does not give him a free pass if you are in a committed monogamous relationship where you have both agreed that neither party is going to be having sex with other people then that is your boundary regardless of who else you might be attracted to the rules don't change just because he is bisexual the fact that he's bisexual i guess only matters in this scenario because of the fact that you feel that you can never satisfy His desire for a man. But if that desire for him is so strong, then he shouldn't be in a committed relationship. He should be single so that he can go off and do what he likes. He has made the active decision to be in a committed relationship. And and that is the commitment to not be satisfying your sexual desires with other people in any other way. There's lots of things that other women could give him that you can't give him. You know what I mean? Like we could be in a relationship with somebody who isn't bisexual, but who might have a strong desire for someone who's got massive tits when we've got really small ones. Or they might have a strong desire to fuck someone much older. or You you know, like sex and sexual desire can happen upon us and we can get like urges and... You you know, have fantasies in our heads about things that the person who we are committed to would never be able to give us. It doesn't mean that that monogamous person has to go, I can't give that to you. So therefore, you can get it from somewhere else or someone else. If you want to get it that badly from someone else, end the relationship. I think it's really important to never go down that route of your anxiety where you're saying, I don't want to lose him, but I also don't want him going and having sex with other men. I think you have to be really careful not to compromise yourself just because you don't want to lose him. You don't have to allow him to do what he wants in order to keep him. And if you ever get to the stage where you feel like, I'm going to lose this guy if I don't allow him, you know, enables him to to have a free. Free pass for men or he's going to cheat on me if I don't give him that free pass then you're already in very shitty relationship territory being bisexual doesn't give him a free pass and if you feel like any of those things are too risky a that he's going to cheat or b that you have to bend over backwards to allow him to do what he wants to do then I think you need to take a real serious look at the quality of your relationship you don't stop fancying people when you get into relationships you can be I I I You know, it doesn't shut down. I could fall in love with a man, only want to have sex with one man for the rest of my life, but I'm still attracted to other people. I can still see other men and think, oh, he's really hot. But because I'm in a monogamous relationship, that can stay as a fantasy. And maybe that's what your partner needs to do. Watch gay porn, have a wank and think about men. But he certainly does not have license because of his sexuality to do anything outside of the boundaries of your committed relationship. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. On to the next question,
2: the final one for this Wednesday, which says, "Dear Lala, so one of my close friends became single recently. All of the conversations since then are oriented around graphic sex descriptions, hookups, dating apps, and men. And by no means am I a prude, but to be honest, I've been finding it draining, boring, and really a little bit self-obsessed. I've known this friend since the start of the year um, through our boyfriends; they were mutual friends." When they broke up, naturally she started playing the field and absolutely no judgment because women want sex too. We've all been there, but I feel like I'm a bad friend as I've noticed that all the conversations are oriented around men and sex and not just always talking about the different guys she's met up with to sleep with, but the graphic details of what he did to her or how big his dick is. Um, Being told she's got so much to catch me up on and then receiving literally a 10-minute long voice note detailing all of these interactions with numerous guys. I'm also concerned there's a level of over going on stemming from the hurt, uh, which is a whole nother scenario. I'm not a prude. I'm happy to talk about sex with my girlfriends. However, I do feel quite awkward and lost for words as what to say in response. What is wanted from me, from her? Am I the issue for finding it a little bit intense, the ferocity of it being the only topic of conversation or the intense intimate details and also a seeming lack of self-awareness? As to whether I'm okay with this, have I encouraged it by not mentioning how uncomfortable or even sometimes mundane I found it? This is a really complicated one and I love
0: how you've hit the nail on the head there with exploring where this has come from. So she's obviously in this relationship, gone straight back out into the field, jumped on the horse or the saddle, whatever you want to call it. And of course, absolutely no judgment, but her behavior around it does seem unusual. I don't know how old she is because I think that that would make a difference because I think it would be very unusual for somebody like my age in their 40s to to approach conversations with friends about sex like this. And this maybe is something that if she's very young, if she's in her late teens or twenties or something, there may be more of an explanation that she's just kind of perhaps new to this. And this is all very novel. And she maybe feels that this is what women do and that this validates her in some way as a sexual being and, you know, holistically sexual person. And some people, everybody's boundaries are really different. You know, I am a very sex-positive person. You will hear me talk on podcasts and on my Instagram in front of hundreds of thousands of people about sex. But I would never in a million years... Sit with a friend and describe in detail what a man did to my own vagina because I just think that there are boundaries, and I don't think my friends would want to hear that. And I don't want to hear it, you know. Of course, sex stories that are kind of funny or whatever. I think most people, when they convey that they've just slept with somebody new, it's either like it was really good or it wasn't really good. And if it wasn't really good, then you may go into a kind of story about like, ah, this was really shit, this was awkward, I didn't like that, this happened. But it's not that usual, certainly within my friendship circles, to have very detailed graphic conversations, whereas for some people it really is. For some people, they want to hear that. They love hearing their friends' details. They will literally ask for every detail inch by inch, drip by drip. They want to know what happened. So I think that the first thing to say there is that you and your friend obviously have very different boundaries around this and that it is important for you to set that boundary. You shouldn't be subjected to detailed conversations about sex that you don't want to hear. You have a right to not hear about the intimate details of her bum hole, that is nothing to do with you, set the boundary. And I don't think you should be worried about whether you're hurting her feelings or not. These conversations are always going to be awkward. Setting boundaries is fucking awkward. How do you say to her in a nice way, I don't want to hear this anymore, without her feeling slightly embarrassed? She's going to feel a bit embarrassed. But I think that the way that you set the boundaries and the way that you communicate it is... A, it's important that you do it full stop, but B, have a little think about how you're going to do it so you can present it in a way that doesn't make her feel deeply ashamed. So you could say, love the fact that you are having such a good time out there, but I don't actually want to hear all the details of it, if that's okay. Like, let me know if you're seeing someone or whatever, but I would would really rather be spared the details. And, you know, if she reacts to that, then that's really interesting and I think if she does react badly to that well first of all you can't be forced to continue to hear her sexual stories so if she can't uh commit to your boundaries if she can't stop doing that then maybe you do have to pull away from this friendship maybe it's not right for you to have to be subjected to this um But she may also freak out in a way that is less about her being upset that she can't talk about these things anymore, but more to do with the fact that she feels humiliated that this has been brought up. And I think in terms of what you said about, like, where is this coming from, the kind of over sexualization of herself, I think that if she did have a kind of humiliated reaction to it, I think that would really... um, tie in with that idea that you've had about actually this not really necessarily being her she's not doing it because she just loves fucking talking about sex this is something bigger than that this is that she is maybe having sex from a place of insecurity or lack of self-esteem low ego she's trying to get validation from the men that she's sleeping with and therefore she's coming back to you and that's further validating her because she's impressing you with these tales and these stories she's becoming the centre of Attention as a result of this, you know, these wild sexual tales that she's giving to you. And so I do think that there might be something within that uh, around how she's feeling about herself, how she's feeling about being single, how she's feeling about all, you know, the sex and the hookups and stuff that she's having. And maybe you could gently suggest that, you know, maybe you could think about what's behind this and explore that. But I'm not sure that, you know, as, as a friend, especially if you're delivering this information about the boundaries, I'm not sure that that conversation will go that well. And I think it's probably best for her to have a chat with a therapist about something like this. But just in terms of your very basic initial question, you do have to say something and it kind of doesn't matter if it hurts her feelings as long as you know that you framed it in the kindest way possible. So there we go. Another three questions down for the week. As I said at the beginning, if you want to send in a question for me to possibly answer, obviously I get a lot of questions sent in. I don't see them all. I can't answer them all. If I am going to answer yours, you will get a DM from me asking for your permission, but you can send them in anonymously to at ask la la la. Let me explain. And I'll be back on Friday with more. I don't even know what I'm doing this Friday. X. fuckboy replies, dating dilemmas. Who knows? Tune in and find out what you're going to get and have a lovely rest of your Wednesday. La la
2: la, let me explain.
0: This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.